Hi, I'm Carla Coffey, your host and fitness influencer of Over the Next Hill Fitness Podcast. Welcome to the show. This podcast is sponsored by Coffee Crew Coaching. Today joining me is Carol Doolin. She's a friend and our co-host for the day. Welcome, Carol. Hi, Carla. Thanks for having me. I'm glad, I'm glad to be here. My pleasure. Carol, I want to find out all about you and your activities. So tell me what you know. Well, to start with, I am a senior. I'm in my 70s. I am desperately needing to revive my exercise routine, which was interrupted with COVID, um, or the onset of COVID, uh, I should say. Uh, I am... Um, I, I always preferred to do walking for my exercise. Uh, I really enjoy walking, but once I became blind, which was about, uh, it's been about five years since I've had any uh, real vision, um, I've not been able to travel comfortably outside my house. So. Um, and even walking in a gym is difficult unless there's a way I can arrange to walk with my cane and, um, and not interfere with other walkers. Uh, I, uh, am, um, desperately in need of the exercise. I am eagerly looking forward to doing more ballroom dance. But before I can do that, I need to get my stamina built. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when you used to live near me, we used to do some walking and we used to do some gym workouts. But I never felt that walking with you was challenging. So tell me why that felt natural for me. Well, it's hard to say... um, exactly why it is so tedious for me other than the fact that I have to stop and think about where I'm putting my feet when I don't know what the train is like in front of me. So I think the fact that you walked at a regular pace and I was able to judge the terrain By following you, using you as a sighted guide, I would walk holding your elbow, and I would always be about half a step behind you. So I was able to judge what was coming from how I was able to feel you move. So the more smoothly you move, the more smoothly I was able to move. So I really appreciated your patience and your compassion in encouraging me to walk with you because we did really we we put some miles on we sure did we had a great time and I that was one of the things I really enjoyed was walking and describing things to you because I think we lose some appreciation when we can see those things every day so by me being detailed in some of the things I would tell you about what was around us that really even brought some appreciation for me. So I, I thank you for that. 
Well, maybe I helped you see things in a slightly different way because you had to, um, because you had to describe them to me. Mm -hmm. But I really appreciated knowing when there were things that were um, interesting and beautiful and especially the day that we walked out at the Epic Center and were able to, you know, walk through the place and you described to me all the visual elements that are, um, that are in that locale. Yeah. I, I, it was really fun and I really enjoyed it. It makes the, makes the exercise so much more enjoyable. Absolutely. We also used to go to the gym. I introduced you to weightlifting, and that was another learning aspect for me, too, to show you what to do, but verbally, because you couldn't copy me, because you couldn't see me, so I had to describe all of your movements. That was that was a great time in my relationship with you. Well, thanks, Carla. I appreciated that, too. Um, I One of the real detriments to the blindness is that I can't look at pictures. I can't watch a video or watch another person do something. And to be very honest with you, in my life, that's how I kind of got along, by watching how other people reacted and and behaved in certain situations how they did things um enabled me to learn how to do things and um so it was really a uh uh, it was a really um bump in the road as far as having to learn things in a new way so i really appreciated the way that you were able to describe movements to me um, in order for me to learn how to correctly use the weights. Uh, one of the hesitations I always had in trying to do those things on my own was the fact that if I didn't do them correctly, first of all, was I really getting the benefit of the exercise or on the other hand, too, was I doing something that could actually be a um, hindrance to my progress or or maybe um, using weights in a wrong way, I would, you know, pull muscles that I sh- because I wasn't using them correctly. Right. Yeah, one of my biggest, I guess, blessings of working out with you was learning how to describe how to do a squat to a dumbbell curl to an overhead press. That's three movements that I was able to verbally tell you how to do. I know we had we put the weight bench between your feet so you would you know know where you were in space, but to watch you get that complex movement because that is a really good movement to work everything. It was amazing to watch you do that. It was it was just amazing. You were such a great student. Well, thank you. I really benefited from that. I really enjoyed that. And like I said earlier, I um, was not uh, one who enjoyed a lot of 
the regular, um, you know, push-ups and sit-ups and uh, exercises like that. I preferred the 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 walking. Mm-hmm. So learning how to use weights correctly and then learning how to become comfortable in um, in their use and uh, benefit from them was something I really felt proud of. Yeah, and I know you did give me a little pushback on that, but it's so important to add some weightlifting into even just a walking routine because just a 10% of bone density loss increases your risk of hip fractures by 2.5%. And, you know, as we get older, you lose your balance more, and I'm sure being blind really has affected your balance. That's true. Yeah. So we need to increase that bone density so if you do have a fall that you'll hopefully not get a hip fracture along with it. So don't push back with me anymore, Carol. (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, before we get into your ballroom dancing, the last time I was at your new apartment, which makes me so sad that you live so far away from me now um you had a set of dumbbells and a pedal bike thing that sits by your couch or you can move it to your chair it's just pedals um do you still have those things i sure do okay are we using those things well, um, <laughs> okay, put you on the to, spot uh, there. Yes, I, I, I need to use them more. <laughs> okay, well, the reason I ask those questions is because you asked me a question of how to get back to where you were before COVID, um, so after this long time of being sedentary, because you're trying to get back into your ballroom dancing, is that correct? Right. I would like to do that. Mostly at this point for exercise, I don't have the same kind of group opportunity that I had when I lived closer to you. But um, I, I really enjoyed that exercise aspect of the dance in addition to having the um, opportunity to have you know, um, connection with other people, physical connection. Sure. So when we've been away from our activity for a while, we want to start back slow. All right. So starting with 10 to 15 minutes of activity per day. And if you can't do the full 15, do five minutes a couple times a day whether it's just getting up, walking around your apartment, pedaling those pedals, you know, you do want to lift those weights a couple times a day. They're small enough to just do one or two repetitions to start. But as that 10 minutes gets easier, that 15 minutes gets easier, you add on another five minutes and do now maybe you're up to 20 minutes a day then add on another five minutes, you know, and these are going to be, it's not going to happen tomorrow, right? So you're not going to add five minutes today, another five minutes tomorrow, another five minutes the next day. You need to ride that length out until you can do that comfortably. How, um, how long are you dancing now? Cause you just got started back to ballroom dancing, correct? How long has that been? Right. 
um, just for about a month, six weeks or so. And then, of course, there was a couple of weeks off at Christmas, so that kind of puts you back a little bit again. But uh, it's been, uh, I usually am able to do a half-hour lesson. Okay, great. So you're up to a half hour already, and that's great. And that's just once a week? Just once a week at this point. Okay. So. Well, then, as that 30 minutes becomes more comfortable, you might want to ask the instructor, can we go an extra five minutes? And then you're at 35 minutes. Ride that out for six weeks or so. And when you feel ready, ask, can we get another five minutes? And you'll want to build that in those five-minute increments until you're at the hour that is your goal. Right. Okay. Right. So that being said, you will have to do some things at least two other days of the week at home. Okay. Are you still doing the crocheting and the listening to the books and such? Right. I listen to um, either audio books or books on tape. And I also crochet, so So, those are things that keep me busy. There you go. When you're listening to those books, when they get to a new chapter, you pause it, you get up, you walk around the house, you pedal, pedal, pedal. Um, I'll challenge you to crochet and pedal at the same time. You probably could do it. I probably can't. I'm trying to think. I don't know. That's a lot going on with the hands and the feet. But you want to do you know, five minutes at the end of each chapter, you know, get up and walk around for five minutes at the end of each chapter. It's interesting that even for myself, because I run probably five days a week, but because I also am a truck driver and I sit for lengthy times, I'm actually undoing the good that I'm doing by the running. So when you sit seven to 10 hours a day, it doesn't matter if you're running a marathon every day, that sitting is undoing all of that good. Mm-hmm. So for me now, thankfully my longest stretch is only about an hour and a half at most. I still get out at that stop and I'll walk around the trailer a couple times. I'll do a few toe touches, you know, just hang my head, you know, and my arms down just to kind of get a little stretch in because I have to sit for another hour and a half. So I'll walk around as much as I can, as much as I have time for, to not be sitting for those hours on end. Um, So for you, with a doctor's approval, after you've got a, a good steady base of 15 to 30 minutes, three days a week, you wanna add in some of those air squats. I know you don't have the bench at home, but you can use the kitchen chair, sit down, stand up, sit down, start with one, Get to two, you know, just work your way up slowly to where it's not hard to get out of a chair anymore. You know, you want to start building that slowly. Um, Do some hinges, you know, some toe touches. Again, get doctor's approval. I am not a doctor. Don't claim to be one and don't play one on TV. Now, you used to give me a little pushback on some push-ups. Do those starting on your knees, but just do one. Do one push-up on your knees, and the next day or two days later, do one more, and then once one is okay, get back up and go to two. You know, do some core work. All these little things you want to add in because that's going to get some muscle growing again in you. It's going to help with the bone density, and it's going to also help with that stamina that you're really searching for for your lessons. Then you can outdance all them people 
stamina wise, not just technique wise. All right. That does sound like a plan. It that does. That would be easy to, I don't say easy, <laughs> that is doable. Absolutely. So you found this ballroom studio just a couple doors down. So you get to, you can walk there yourself without assistance other than right. your cane. Than my cane. Um, yeah, and uh, that is one of the issues that I have, too, with my um, difficulty in, in getting out because I have, um, I would really love to find a gym with pool and, um, and uh, that, that I'd be able to go and do work again with a trainer, although... Carla, I have to say you spoiled me um, with your compassion and your patience. Um, but the difficult for, difficulty for me is the, you know, getting there mm -hmm. and getting, um, uh, I, I have to take public transportation or paratransit, which is um, a little scary for me at this point because while I have some mobility skills, I'm not, um, I'm not, uh, haven't had years and years to practice them, just a few, and I'm still learning my mobility skills, and it is a little anxiety producing to be traveling independently um, when I am not sure of my uh, surroundings. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I can't imagine hoping they dropped you off at the right place. Right? I mean, whether it's right, home or exactly. somewhere else. And the fact is, is that they dropped me off, but then I have to find my way into the building and right. into, you know, wherever it is I'm going. And what the best case scenario is to have someone with me at least to introduce me to the area. But that isn't always the easiest because I... Um, don't have a big support network where I live, and I don't have um, uh, a people that I can call and say, hey, can you take me here or take me there? Sure. So it makes it difficult. So the fact that I found this dance studio just a few doors down from me, and um, although they do primarily do ballet and tap and um, hip-hop, um, they uh, were willing to uh, find a teacher to do ballroom with me. So I think I came about the same time she was interested in perhaps starting a ballroom dance group for adults, um, although that's in its beginning stages, she is willing to give me individual lessons. That's great. So I got to yeah. say, your face lights up just a little bit um, when you talk about the ballroom. That's no, great. It makes me smile. <laughs> yeah. It is the thing that has been um, one of the things that has given life to me after the, the blindness. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so that being said, with um, you not being able to get out to a gym, 
thankfully through FaceTime, I could still help you with your workout because although you can't see me, I can see you and I could tell you if you're doing the exercises right. So we can pick back up where we left off, hopefully, to get you going again with some of the weightlifting. Unfortunately, I, I can't come and walk with you right now, but if you've got some activity that you can do um, with the ballroom dancing, that'll at least keep you mobile, and then getting up and walking around the house is key for you to get you yeah. moving a little bit. Awesome. Yeah. So do you no, have any other questions? or? plan um you know come to think of it i could even walk around my floor in my apartment building oh there you go a nice little um a little curve to it so, absolutely see now i got you thinking don't i yeah you do <laughs> that's so great that's a good thing thank you miss carla you betcha all right any other questions comments concerns well, I really appreciate your help in finding a way to build my stamina back up. I think it can only be helpful to me, and I appreciate you, Carla. Thank you very much. You bet. Thanks for joining me today. For those of you listening in, you can follow me, Coffee Crew Coaching on Instagram, Over the Next Hill on Facebook, Coffee Crew Coaching on YouTube. The website is coffeecrewcoaching.com, and you can email me, Carla at coffeecrewcoaching.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Carol. Bye. Bye now. Have a great week. You too. Bye-bye.